It doesn't take competition to succeed in life or in business. It takes collaboration to achieve the impossible. Stay tuned for our amazing show as we share with you some helpful tips and suggestions on how to build a positive, healthy relationship with other women in business. To the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Ria. Thank you, Mark. We are moving forward and positioning ourselves and our business for success. Hello and welcome my friends. You are listening to your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host and executive producer, Coach Riel. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. So we are excited as we you heard saying, of course, if you are here listening to the show, you are positive, you are a doer and a shaker and you want to feel good about everything you're doing, you accomplish things. You try, you do your best to make the best of it. So I want to welcome you. Thank you for being here. Just a quick intro. I am the founder and CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional executive coaching, training, marketing, and PR company. And here on the show, we invite best-selling authors, teachers, thought leaders to join us and share helpful tips and information So this show is intended to be for information purpose and thought-provoking. However, my intention of hosting the show is to really to inspire you to make some positive changes, to inspire you to do things that's going to help you grow personally and professionally. I'd like you to take a look at your life and see where can you improve on because life is all about moving forward, living it, enjoying it, being in the moment, and doing our best to make the best of it. So take it easy on yourself. If you'd like to find out more how we can be of service to you and your business, or you are interested in being a guest on our show, please contact us by going to our website at yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. I am so excited about 2016, and I am positioning myself and my business for success. And we will love to help you position yourself and your business for success. So make sure you reach out to us and let us be of service to you. We have a great show for you guys today. In honor of Women's History Month, Women's Day, and Women's International Week, Your Life Now show with collaboration with our co-host, Ms. Tracy Lee Anderson, bring you Real Women in Business Part 1. Tracy is a marketing consultant, social media strategist, and member of Women of Global Change. We're going to take a short break, and we will be back with myself, your host, Gautria, our special co-host, Ms. Tracy Lee Anderson, and our amazing, inspiring guest, Ms. Joyti 
Sony. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here. We have an amazing show for you guys, packed with a lot of information, and hopefully you will leave inspired and learn something new on how to collaborate with other women in business. So it is my honor to introduce you to my co-host, Ms. Tracy Lee Anderson. As we launch part one, of Real Women in Business. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you for joining me and co-hosting our part one of Real Women in Business. Thanks for being here, my friend. Oh, thank you, Rhea. I appreciate you having me on the show, and, and I'm excited. Part one, more to come. Absolutely, absolutely. So this whole idea, and if you don't mind, I will uh, like to share, and I'll uh, turn the mic over to you to give the listeners where the idea of launching um, this segment of Your Life Now show um, by the name of Real Women in Business. Um, For me, you know, it was was no-brainer. Um, Tracy and I, we've been collaborating for quite a while now. We bounce ideas. We share strategies. Um, we try to better ourselves, each other, um, with maintaining our own brand. And that's where the idea came in. So I invited Tracy to come and join me in launching something, what we're doing right now, as part one. So Tracy, do you like to elaborate a little bit more about why this uh, whole idea came about? Well, the the most beautiful thing about our meeting is that we didn't just network. We didn't just meet through an event, which, you know, by the way, was at the uh, red carpet event for the Platform Magazine this past summer. We really connected, and your energy was contagious. Um, I was able to feel that connection where we were just like-minded spirits, you always give great advice and hopefully likewise, and I believe I do. And it was all a matter of making sure that it's mutually beneficial. You don't say anything just to say it. You actually process. You, you know, really assess what I've said, and you give me the best sound advice based upon my best interests and vice versa. So I think we're just now sharing that, that collaboration and that connection that we have and bringing it about to other women to ask them to join in the same. Oh, absolutely. Beautifully said. And I do appreciate what you said because the the, the feeling that it's absolutely mutual. And that's why we have in this show right now and we're talking about it. So the key thing is, you know, with collaboration, um, we're not saying that, it, you know, it is, it's possible to collaborate with every businesswoman that you meet. Networking, you know, it's a great part of building business relationship, whether it's with the opposite sex or with women. But women are very powerful. And, you know, let's face it, we give life. We do so much. We are, like, the reason life exists, the way I look at it. Okay, so, guys, take it easy here. 
We still love you because without you, we cannot do what we do as well. But we're here focusing on women right now, and particularly in business. Collaboration doesn't mean that you have to give something of you or of your brand or of your business in order to collaborate with another like-minded or like businesswoman. What we're talking about here, um, and Tracy's going to you know, help me with that, is the fact when you see um, a, a potential of, of, of uh, increasing or even like um, expanding on a particular relationship, like so Tracy and I, like she mentioned, we met on a red carpet event. Tracy was handling the social media aspect of the red carpet. I was there broadcasting the event live from um, Daryl Haley, the um, uh, the amazing Daryl Haley from his bed and breakfast in Loray, Virginia. Did I say it right? I think I did, right? <laughs> yes, Loray. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Right. So, um, and Tracy, I never met her. Well, actually, I did meet you. I met you once before. Um, it was a very casual meeting um, at uh, the Ritz Hotel with our amazing connection and uh, the amazing woman, human being that I always talk about, Miss Debbie Ovland. And you remember we had that breakfast at the Ritz Hotel in D.C., and that's when I met you the first time. And uh, we didn't really do anything. And this is what happened with networking events. We meet a lot of people, right? And some of us are more proactive in the connections that we make. A lot of people, I actually used to run networking events, and we had been written in the paper, and I had it with another gentleman who was a lawyer. Um, also was a client of mine, and we were very successful. So what I'm telling you right now, it's not by chance. I actually know something about it or one or two things. So most of the time with, with collaboration or even meeting people in a networking event, we take the information and we just kind of like toss it aside. And us women, we tend to, you know, um, not really take, uh, you know, other I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say it in a negative way, but we really don't try to see if there's a possibility of of growing by collaborating with another businesswoman um, in, in, in that networking event or somewhere that you met this person. So what we're trying to do here is to open, you know, it's the, I, all I ask of you, and you know I say that all the time, I ask of you is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you. We are not here to tell you how to run things or how to do things. I am expert in my field, and so is Tracy. So whatever we share with you here is not coming from like a gossip kind of thing. It's coming from professional background and from our business background. So what we're going to be sharing as tips and, and information with you here is just to help you kind of look at it from a bigger, bigger picture. Look at it from a way that you can actually um, uh, make your brand even better by helping someone else's brand without giving away your own brand. I mean, we, a lot of time we think it's like, oh, you know, it's all about competition. And you heard me saying, and I said that like on, on multiple times, if we actually, it's really very, very important for us women, especially us women, to actually collaborate together because we are very powerful when we collaborate. When we work together to make the impossible possible, we achieve more. Together, we can do more. Tracy, I'm going to turn it over to you. I'd like to get your uh, um, perspective on that. What do you think? I agree wholeheartedly with everything you just said. Uh, to expand upon what you just said, 
the the key is definitely like I go back to is connecting. Um, we don't necessarily have to collaborate with everyone. Uh, it has to definitely be complementary to what you're doing, your brand, and vice versa, making it mutually beneficial. But I think where we tend to scale back in the connecting process is we, as women, don't have an issue with kind of standing back in the crowd, uh, right. you know, kind of assessing um, enjoying the atmosphere, but not really capitalizing on all the potential contacts that you can generate from a single event. And that doesn't mean go around handing out business cards. That means, you know, having organic dialogue. That means, you know, uh, organically having a connection beyond words. As you stated, our first meeting, we didn't have a lot of time to connect on a deeper level, but there was enough connection where we realized you're someone that I want to know, and mm -hmm. then from that it led to someone you want to do business with. Exactly, right. So that's important, and sometimes, like you said, it's not necessarily about a collaboration. Uh, you never want to give out your services for free, but the access of information is always slighted not to women's best interest. Sure. We are the last to know, uh, mainly because we don't have that open dialogue and, and maybe our male counterparts in business don't necessarily share the information. So I have no problem with leading a business or a professional down the right path, but I would never undermine what the value of my knowledge is in the same process. Love it. Perfectly said. So would that take us again to, to summarize so far what we were talking about, connect find common ground, complement, find common, something that will complement your brand, your business, whether you have a sole proprietor business or you are an executive in your, you know, the CEO, you have a company, whatever position, or even you're thinking about starting a business and you worry about the competition. See, when we worry about the competition, we feel we have, we leave no room for expansion because all we're worrying about what the other people are doing. I think when we stop to focus on what we're doing and notice where our market is, right? So the, the health key, see, I have a master's degree in, in marketing and business management. Tracy, she's expert in the marketing and social media, you know, strategies. So she knows a, a thing or two about what, you know, what required for us to market ourselves and how she can help also other businesses market themselves and then also through social media. But what I'm talking about here, whatever, whatever place that you are in right now, instead of focusing on what other people are doing, you need to stop and focus on you first. You need to have a better business plan. Or if you have a business plan, maybe you want to have somebody help you Take a look at your business plan and find out that you are on the right track. Now, when you're working and focusing on your business, you have no room to worry about competition because all you're doing is building. And at any level, I've been in business for now eight years. I started my company in 2008. Before that, I was in corporate uh, um, uh, training, sales and training and marketing. And that's my background. So I bring that with my education, with my certification and everything to the table to help, you know, educate 
um, the businesses how to start a business plan. If you don't have a good business plan right now, you really need to look at it. I work on mine all the time. I'm still taking courses, and, and Tracy knows that. I take courses to improve myself. I don't really worry about what is going on around me as far as what other people do in my industry, right? But what really good way, because as we mentioned, and Tracy mentioned that, information is available, right? So information is within a click, finger click, right? You go online, you search for something, you search what people are doing, and you just say, oh, my God, I need to do that. I need to do that. So now all we're focusing on is just being in the market competing with other people who are doing the same thing. Now, see how more beautiful it is. Tracy and I, we cross a lot of business life, right? So Tracy does marketing and social media, so as I am. I am certified as a social media strategist. So does that mean she's my competition? Absolutely not, right, Tracy? When we talk, Tracy and I, about the potential of doing collaboration, it was just literally so it can complement what she's doing at her brand and complement what I'm doing as my brand and find a common ground. But again, in, able for, in order for us to find that common ground between another, with us and another woman, businesswoman, who is trying to make her business grow, whatever stage that they are. Some people may look at, you know, they are so far up, they look at you, you're so far down, they have no time to help you. Well, maybe there is no common ground there. So you have to be realistic like anything in life, right? So you don't want to like try to, you know, work with someone who is so far off your league or someone who think they are, you are off their league. You want to try to find that common ground. Tracy mentioned that word, and I really, really think when you meet, go to a lot of networking events, try to brand yourself as, um, as the expert in your area, and try to open a dialogue. Tracy, can you share with them how our dialogue started and how we started to collaborate together? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the first thing is, is that we never led by ever making one another feel as if one was more of an expert than the other. I think we had a mutual healthy respect for what we both could bring to the table and respected the information that we shared. Um, and I think we also always agreed upon as being an expert, every expert knows there's always room, room for growth. Absolutely. which brings about there's always a common ground. So you and I always had conversations and dialogues in regards to doing business, I would say, or collaborating with others who may not be like-minded, but there was still common ground. So right. then there's that balance of how do you maintain that common ground and move forward in the professional capacity with that other business or brand. Right. I just wanted to send a shout out to the people who are in the studio dialed in. Love you guys. Thank you for being there. We really appreciate you. We also have our great guest on in the studio majority. She will be coming on, on the air um, about 2.30. Um, so she is listening right now. So thank you for being here, my friend, my amazing friend. And then we also have a couple of people here. I see um, some of the people I know by their number. Hi, Laura. I see you there. Um, and some other people. Hi, Laura. 
She's on it. So, yeah, so we appreciate you guys being there. We did open the chat room. So, if you guys like to um, join us in the chat room, put your comment. Your, I see Tracy, she's been going at it. Thank you, Tracy, for your post. Um, so, go ahead and post your comment, your question, or anything. We're going to try to take questions toward the end of the hour. Um, if we need to go over the hour, we will make sure we get your questions answered. So, um, don't hesitate to try to do that. Um, there's a lot of information here, and, and this is only part one, so, you know, you will be learning a lot um, from both of us, I, I can assure you. Um, we're going to be sharing a lot of helpful tips that's going to get you to learn how to collaborate, how to build healthy, positive relationship with other businesswomen. So, Tracy, um, back to our connection. So, Tracy and I, as you, um, the reason we're sharing this, first of all, we like to share stories here on the show. I think, you know, we all <laughs> we all love stories, um, especially stories that are, you know, kind of positive and stuff. So, we like to share positive stuff here. So, Tracy and I met, um, the second time I met her at the event, it was absolutely crazy, as she remembered, because there was a lot of stuff going on when there's an event and it's a live event. We always trying to make sure everything goes right, right? So, you know, I take what I do very, very seriously. So it's Tracy. So Tracy was, was really trying to hustle and rustle. We're trying posting. We didn't have any internet. <laughs> so we were using our cellular, you know, services. I'm sure we tapped in a lot of data that day to actually host a show tweet about the show, run all the social media about what's going on on the red carpet, and Tracy did an amazing job. She had resonate with me. This is where it started. I just saw how dedicated and how uh, um, she prompt with her, you know, she walks the talk, she does what she does, and she does it very professionally. So that stood for me because I'm all about leadership. I'm all about, you know, noticing people with great leadership uh, skills, and Tracy had that. So I knew I wanted to approach her, but we never, like, you know, so at the event, we really didn't have that one-on-one, you know, where I'm networking with her because I was busy doing my thing. She was busy doing her thing, but she was a great help. Yeah, I mean, she was like, okay, what do you need? How are we, we going to get it done? Those things, pay attention to. Pay attention to the people that you surround, whether you go to a networking event or you are at an event that you are invited to, and you notice somebody with a quality like what I noticed with Tracy, make sure you don't just sit on that and don't follow up. So a lot of time we talked about networking. So this is a thing that I have a, I know a thing or two about. With networking events, when you collect business cards, those business cards have zero value unless you go back and you follow up with those business cards. So what I mean with that, so you, you collected tons of business cards. People love to give you their business card. But the people who stood out for you, the people that you really feel there is an opportunity to collaborate with those, those are the people that I would love for you to try to go back and just send them, go on LinkedIn, send them you know, contact requests, send them a message, Try to make, take that first step to collaborate with them or even an open dialogue, very casually but very professional. And just ask them if they would have the time to, to chat with you over the phone. If they're local, maybe you can meet for coffee or, or tea or a drink, whatever, you know, your choice. Just stay professional. And just so you can see, that's your second step, right? You took the first step to actually make the connection an actual connection at this point. But at this point, you still don't have a relationship because you're building it, right? 
So after you make that connection and you go on, the, you know, that coffee drink, whatever, or just the phone call, and you can actually, you have your note, make sure you take notes, what did it highlight, why you were interested in that person to begin with, right? So you want to make sure you know these things, right, Tracy? Yes. So when you, make, when you know these things and you know what, why are you making that, taking that step to actually get to know them better, it's, those are the important things. So you open that up. You just say, you know what, I, I noticed your, your work skill and your work ethics, and I was really, that's exactly how it was, and Tracy knows that. That's exactly what I told her. There was something about you. You are real, and that's where real women in business, you know, segment came, came about. Because real women in business, they're not afraid to show themselves their real, true self. So they don't lose themselves. And that's what I loved about Tracy. Tracy came about and she just, you know, like, this is who I am. This is what I do. And here I am. So I just <laughs> love that. So we followed up. And one thing led to another. And we are building business relationship. We are stronger. And every time we got stronger and stronger. And that's one of the things that you can start looking into. So every time you meet a woman, and I can tell you tons of women who I have met, including our guests, who are someone that I would love to collaborate with. And when we bring her on, we will talk about that as well with her on the air. But let me tell you, that was an eye-opening for me. And I would love to share that with you. So when you meet another powerful woman that you think of her, that she can be somebody that you love to collaborate with. Don't be shy to take that first step to let her know of what you think of her. Now, when you take the second step, that can go down a hill or can go up. But that's really it's up to you. Because when you find a common ground, like Tracy and I did, and we just realized that this relationship can keep growing, and it can go so many different ways, but it's going to grow we want it to grow because we both feel we have a lot of things in common that we like to share with the rest of the world. And that's why Real Women in Business segment started. Tracy, yes. I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Yes, and, I, and I'd like to add on that as far as the, you know, I'm always stuck on the word, you know, connecting, connections. Because for me and, and why I'm able to go out and, never fear a public setting is people fall in two categories for me. People that I'm going to connect with and probably collaborate and then also the other part portion of those people are people that will be a potential audience and also part of my digital community. So there's always a place for new people in your life. And then those people that are part of your digital community you never know how that may transform or manifest down the line. So there is no such thing as not meeting the right person. Everybody you meet, it's for a reason, it's for a purpose, and everybody plays a role. And then be mindful of what role are you playing in sure. those connections. So that's why, and I appreciate that you appreciate what you saw, if for no other reason, I welcome all people. I welcome meeting new people. Even if we're not like-minded, it doesn't mean there's not some level of collaboration. But if you're like-minded, that means there's endless potential that, you know, as, as we talk, 
And as we continue to foster a professional and personal relationship, we realize that this is going to be an extension of what we're doing right now is an extension of something we've already took time and invested in, and that was really honoring that connection that we both felt in initial meeting one another. And that can go with any other women in business that you meet. What Tracy had said, it could happen, and I can name a lot of people, but right now my co-host is the person that we're talking about right now because she is here. But now we're going to take a short break, and we're going to dig more into this, and we're going to bring our great guest, Ms. Jyoti um, Sony. So we'll be right back. Please stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. We are so excited about the new things we are working on to make Your Life Now Radio Show the place where you can learn and share your message with the world. For more detail on how you and all your business can participate and get involved, schedule a free call with Coach Rhea at meetme.so forward slash Cotria. And I'll be more than happy to share with you how we can help you and your business by sharing you, your business, and your message with the world. Whether your world is local or global, we have great solutions and ideas for you. For more information, contact us at www dot your life now dot info again that's your life now dot info welcome back my friends you are listening to your life now radio show i am your host executive producer coach ria and joining me today our special co-host miss tracy lee anderson and we are launching part one of real women in business and now it's my pleasure to introduce you to our amazing guest, Ms. Joyti Sony, a world-renewed event manager with over two decades of global experience in managing prestigious events at five-star hotels to the U.S. White House. She had created a new style of food catering service called Flavors by Joyti Sony where culinary possibilities are endless. Please help me welcome our amazing guest, Ms. Jyoti Sony. Welcome to the show, Jyoti. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. Hi, Ria. Thank you so much. Hi, Jody. Wonderful entry. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hi, thank you. <laughs> Such a pleasure. amazing. I've been... I've been listening in, and you know I'm so delighted it's a and party privileged. Now. <laughs> I know, and an honor to you know, like you said, you know everybody crosses each other's path for a reason and a purpose, and I strongly believe in that. And Rhea harped on that that you know you meet these wonderful women. It's no good if unless you invest time and energy and follow it through. So Rhea, Absolutely. thank you so much for following it through and. You know, taking the first step, sometimes it's one of us who has to do it, and you never know what's going to come out of it, and which is really what happened between you and me, you know. We just you kind know, of connected, you know, and there was no looking back. Yes, Jody, sweetheart, sorry to interrupt you, but I just love so, like, how I shared how my connection with Tracy started. I love right. to share it on mine, how you and I connected. 
Um, so again, you know, it doesn't matter who takes the first step. See, I'm I'm the kind of person I I'm not shy. I guess I, I always feel <laughs> you know, like I am taking the first step. All you know, I always say if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So you right. gotta take that first step. So Jordy and I we met through a mutual great amazing woman by the name of Shelly Hibiski. Hibiski. I'm, I'm I apologize pronunciation. I'm always tough on pronouncing names like myself, my name. But anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, Jody uh, lives in New Jersey, where I live, and she was also featured in the book um, of 100. Can you um, uh, remind me of the title of the book? That book yeah, it's in the, I'm in the, featured in the inspiration book. Right. So uh, um, Shelly had, uh, wrote a book, and that's a three, um, three books, actually, right? And yeah. she had interviewed 100 women, powerful women. Um, I was honored to be one of those women, and so is Jody. And Shelly had introduced Jody to me, and she said, you should connect with her. So I made the connection, and her and I, we are like sister now. She The other day, we met for lunch, and this is what Jody said. She said, I thought you had two sisters. I said, yes, I do. You, my second sister, because I do have one sister, <laughs> mother. Because she said when she turned around, she said, "I thought you had two sisters, two sisters." I said, "Yes, you, my second one." <laughs> so I appreciate you, and you know, again, yeah. um, what Jody had been doing is is truly amazing. Um, uh, Tracy, you know, jump in anytime, my friend, because right. she has started this whole flavor things. And uh, Tracy knows about, like, you know, also about flavors, you know, from all different parts of the world. And we know that food is conversational. And uh, so she made that as a business. So what do you, what, Tracy, what, I'm going to give it to you right now, Manel. Oh, I have so many questions. Oh, boy. <laughs> sure. Tracy, go ahead. The name itself is very intriguing, right? When you say flavors and the reason I, you know, took a name like flavors it could be your senses, it could be your eyes feasting, it could be your tongue feasting, it could be the aroma, it could be the perfume, it could be the aura, you know, flavors. It, it arouses so many senses in you. Exactly, exactly. So with the name and then seeing the sight and the pictures of the food, it, it's like you, you hit so many of the senses just with viewing your brand I cannot wait to actually partake in tasting, so I look forward to that. You know, we do have a Your Life anniversary party, hint, hint, Rhea, sure. <laughs> that we have to schedule. Hint, hint. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shout out, absolutely. Shout out to the anniversary. But, oh, um, girl. <laughs> you're welcome. I wanted to start with, I know that you have a, a cultural variation of different backgrounds that you're pulling from, but do you ever infuse any of them in your technique in creating one dish or one meal, or do you just stay uniformed in that particular cultural dish? No, you know what, Tracy, just like how the world is so small, like you could be sitting in Florida Keys and doing running your business, which is, you know, registered in New York, it applies the same way with the food. You know, everybody is so well-traveled, well-versed, and well-educated on different cuisines. You know, the uh, there is no limitation and there's no margin. So you have to be really creative, innovative, and you have to fuse different cultures and different cuisines in a similar way. 
specifically because all the, you know, I primarily do a lot of Indian weddings. You know, my origin is Indian. But most of the weddings that take place now, they are cross-culture. So an Indian necessarily will not marry another Indian. Could be marrying an Italian, could be marrying a Jewish bride, could be marrying an, you know, African-American or, you know, from China or Philippines. So, you know, you really can't put boundaries and have anything consistent. You have to evolve and keep creating constantly because when it's cross-culture wedding, you have to be sensitive to both the bride side of the family and the groom side of the family and come up with a menu that's going to serve the purpose and satisfy and keep both sides happy. So talking about, you know, just sticking to one kind of consistently menu, it doesn't work. You know, just like you and Rhea were talking about making connection and then even if you're, you know, in the same marketing or you both are in the social media, but you're always looking to learn from each other. So the same thing applies, you know, that we're constantly evolving, we're constantly learning, we're constantly making a connection and exposing ourselves, enlightening ourselves. I hope I have answered your question. I have a tendency to digress very easily. <laughs> oh, no, no, you you definitely answered the question because yeah. um, at the end of the day, it appears that food would have no boundaries. Right. And and that's what I'm hearing, and that's what I also that's what relates to me in your site. And yeah. so, um, for instance, I I need to hear more about your experience in the at the White House. How did you? <laughs> you know, it's uh, being at the right place at the right time and God's grace. So what happened was uh, there was an Indian senator of Minnesota who was getting married, and there were five, six wedding planners who were trying to get the piece of business. At that point, I was a wedding planner. You know, I evolved from a wedding planner to being a caterer today. So when they, you know, the Republicans recommended that we celebrate the Indian New Year's Day, which is called Diwali, at the White House, they were looking for somebody with experience to come on board to handle the whole event. And it was a very special event only through personal invitation and special invite. So the senator, you know, he had all his politicians at his wedding, so somebody proposed my name, and a second person who had seen me at the wedding seconded my name, and I went in. You know, the doors opened up, and once I got in, they were so pleased and happy that for the following four years, they said, we don't want to bother to try somebody else. We want to just stick to you. It was a great experience, you know, getting into the White House. We had so many stipulations, like you can't put sternals, you can't cook anything, you can't bring your utensils, everything has to be room temperature, whatever you want to do is outside the doors. And, you know, the sniffing dogs and, you know, the... You know, I, I can't really go. It was like being in a James Bond movie. You know, you're slowly driving, <laughs> and suddenly the gold pillars come up, and you got to stall, and there's a surprise check on you and stuff like that. So it was a great experience. It was a blessing that just came my way. But the biggest thrill was every time the phone rang, and on my caller ID it said White House. You can't imagine the thrill I got. I was like, what? <laughs> what? what did I do? <laughs> I think I would have been I taking pictures talk. and posted it on Facebook. That's what I would have been doing. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, 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 also, I also want to harp like, a little bit about They probably come after me if I do that. <laughs> yeah, take a picture of my caller ID. But like, do you all see this? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what the other thing that I do want to also... Uh, Ria and Tracy, one more thing that I just want to say about you guys, how you have been, both have been talking about when you meet people, how you need to, you know, and we all draw strengths from each other. We all evolve. We all grow. We all 
learn every day. I love meeting people because from every person who crosses my path, I learn something new. I learned something, you know, we are all so regimented within our box and within our thought process. But when you meet a new person in the same field who's doing something or saying something different, it's an eye-opener. And we evolve every day. You know, it's for instance, if I go to my closet today, there are clothes hanging there which I feel ashamed. I'm like, what the hell was I thinking when I bought that shirt? Oh, my God, I won't be caught dead in it. You, You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because today I've evolved and I want to wear like solid T-shirts. I don't want to wear those big florals. Similarly, even with your business, even with your marketing strategies, even with your, you know, your whole approach to your business, you change, you evolve. And Absolutely. the reason for your evolving and changing is the people that you come across, you know, who cross your life or the experience you have. So I think you both were harping on a very, very good point that we need to all connect. We all need to draw strength from each other. We all need to communicate. We all need to have a conversation to see, you know, how we can all help each other to grow our businesses. Because you know, just no to give you an example, Jordi, yeah. Jordi, sweetie, yeah. I'm, I'm interrupting you again because I um, yeah, wanted okay. to make sure what you point out because, again, you know, we are really trying to teach other women how to be how to be in business and still collaborate with other right. w- women in business and build healthy relationships. So to give you an example, yeah. Joyti and I, like we told you how I met, we also talked how Tracy and I um, had met. And so Joyti, she takes on the leadership, and this is what we're talking about, because we are not coming from a competition. We're coming from a place of, you know, how can we all grow? So Joyty, she she talked to me about this other lady. She had tasted. <laughs> See, I love to cook. I don't call myself I'm a culinary chef or anything. I just cook because I love good food and I really appreciate good food and good drink, good wine. So those are two things that I like. So I make these truffles and a healthy truffles, chocolate truffle because chocolate is my mm-hmm. thing. So I had made some for Jordy and she tried it and she loved it. So I told her, next time I see you, I'll bring you some more. So we went to lunch the other day. However, I didn't have the chance to, to make them. So she had went on to tell someone else about them. And this someone else, she does her own mix um, of, uh, um, what is it called? It's the, like the, a trail mix with, you know, trail mix, right. seeds and almonds and healthy, you know. Right. So she she healthy. took on this stuff. She actually, to connect the two together, and she said to me, she said, you should really talk to Francois, right, her name? You should yes. talk to Francois about her, you know, her trial mix, and maybe you guys can do something. And guess what? She, the Francois, am I saying her name right, right, Francois? Yes, you are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Francois took on her on her own to connect with me and say, hey, I heard from Jordi about your chocolate truffles. I would really love to try them. So maybe we invited both of us to a gala this weekend um, to honor those 100 women that we talked about in the book. And so anyway, so she sent me a message to tell me, she's like, why don't you bring some and I bring some, and now we open a new relationship of a business relationship. Even though I'm not in the food business, but this is actually yeah. could be a potential business relationship mm-hmm. with between mm-hmm. me and Francois. And guess who introduced that? Jody. Was Jody? She's in the food business. Was she intimidated by either one of us that we could be taking some business from her, or she can be doing this? You know, no. She just did it because that's what leadership, collaborative leadership, is about, right? 
Understood. You and you guys can package them and we can we can sell the idea to the bride as, as a wedding favor. favor. I mean, as a favor, party favor for the wedding. Exactly. So this is another exactly business opportunity. Point. But I like to read what, what uh, um, Jody has said um, herself about food. And, and, and I have a question for you after I say that. So Jody said, the world is becoming flatter. And the cultures are crossing the traditional boundaries and willing to stretch the limits of their imagination. Food being no exception. Today, food serving is a creative art and perfected science of execution, which is required to have delectable um, culinary, you know, like my French English, experience for any special event. Needless to say, food is the most important aspect of any event, and we ensure that it's nothing but the best. So, Jody, two, 20 years, two decades being in this business, why, what gets you, inspired you to get into this business? And uh, what's some of the tips that can you share with women who are, you know, thinking or they have a food business or catering business, like my sister? Um, I should actually had shared the show with her because she does her have her own catering business. What would you say? What inspired you first? Question. Well, you know, to uh, re-answer your question, I was actually, when I got into the industry, I started out, I'm a trained textile designer, so don't ask me what I'm doing in the wedding industry. <laughs> I hated my desk job. There was no human connect, and I wanted to be. I love people. I love to communicate with people. So I needed to do something that involved people. So I was a, a event wedding planner before I became a caterer. So I did weddings, like, you know, 30 weddings a year all over the world, you know, crossing the globe had a Florida-based office, and eventually I evolved to become a caterer because I felt there was a very, very big gap or a need that was missing in the industry where people were looking for something very different. And, you know, food is a very integral part of any event for that matter. You mm-hmm. walk out of a wedding, anybody will say, how was the wedding? What would be your first comment? You'll say, oh, my God, the food was so great. Oh, my God, the food was horrible. Oh, my God, the food was, like, cold or they ran out of food. You, nobody talks about the flowers. Nobody talks about the linens. Unfortunately, nobody talks about maybe the bride was looking gorgeous. Am I correct or not? Think about the last event, you know, wedding you went, and if you if somebody asked you how was the wedding, well, what would you think of first about the wedding besides the bride? Wouldn't it be the food? The food, of course. Exactly. Yeah, so, you know, we, and we, especially the Indians, we are like, you know, the Italian families, it's about all food. Everything's about the food. So I realized that there was a gap and there was something missing and that I needed to step in. See, most of the people who cater right now in the industry are restauranters. So they have the regimented, you know, mundane menus and it's very cookie cutter. I wanted to cook only for the event, so the caterer in the real sense of the word, and also cater to the whims of the brides and nothing. Like if a bride would reach out and say, can you set me a set menu? I always say, no, I'd like to communicate with you. I want to see what is the makeup of your guests. I want to see, is it a cross-culture wedding? I want to see whether you have the older generation or you have the just your friends coming into the newer generation. I want to see what kind of taste buds the guests who are coming. Because see, in an event, especially in a wedding, the, you know, the wedding is all about the bride and the groom, but the food is about the guests. 
So I knew that I was ready to bring that change that was so badly needed. And then once they communicate, they'll say, okay, you know, they're very old school and they're not going to be very radical and happy with something really new and that's Greek to them. We want to stick to the old regimented routine, which they're used to with the taste buds. So accordingly, you design. But nowadays, you know, all the couples that come in, they're all well-traveled, well-versed. They are ready to do the sushi, to the falafels, to the, you know, Italian or Mediterranean or, you know, they they are open. They're very, very open-minded. So that gives me like a challenge to come on trying and, you know, appease all the taste buds that's across the board when you're especially doing a wedding for 500 people. You know, you get 800 people right, you've done a good job. You know, I mean, 80% right, you've done a good job. Because food is well, such a matter of opinion. I'm sorry. What's um, that? No, I said we can just put that on the table, too. Um, Tracy does a lot of events. Um, mm-hmm. So I yes. think you two should really <laughs> talk. Yeah, and then plan my own five-year anniversary. <laughs> sure, you know. absolutely. Absolutely. good. And, and and I'm thinking, I'm listening to everything you're saying, which means I, I know you've already spent over two decades perfecting your craft, homing in, gaining the, um, the, the brand awareness that you now have cultivated. I'm curious to know for a lot of listeners that are listening that just started, I'm still a babe, you know, in this game. I haven't been in business for five years, so... A lot of folks would say you're not a business owner. I would like to know for myself and the listeners, what were some of the um, hardships or some of the things that you felt like were the most challenging at the very beginning of becoming your own business? Well, the first thing, Tracy, I always tell everybody, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you're so lucky, you're so successful. It doesn't happen overnight. First one, I think the first major, major step is to recognize your strength. Mm -hmm. Recognize and be realistic. You know, uh, say I love singing, okay, but do I really have a voice to become a singer? You know, just to give you an example. So the first thing I had to figure out was what do do I enjoy doing? What do I love doing? I love people. So I wanted to, you know, connect with people, help the brides plan the wedding, meet the DJ, the photographer, something to be related with people you know so i knew that that was my niche and that was my strength and that was my passion so you know so that's the first thing that you need to identify that what do you want to do now as far as hardships are concerned tracy there will be failures okay there will be roadblocks so when i when i started out don't think it was a cakewalk you know i went through it which is why i evolved and i learned and i stumbled and i keep changing so one thing you got to bear in mind every time you fail it doesn't mean you're a disaster it means you got to find a better way of doing your business some of the struggles i faced you know uh, the i was a new kid on the block which i'm not today so i had all a lot of giants who were in the business fighting with them so i had to start by gaining the trust and the reputation in the market by working extra hard, by giving more for the dollar value, by undercutting my prices and not making big gains, you know, because that was how I had to get into the market. Because when you're competing with people who are already established and you're a new kid in the block, you have to put in 200%. You have to give more value for the dollars that people are spending on you. And once you gradually get that reputation and the respect from people, you know, you have a following, then there's no looking back. So there's a lot of hardships, you know, when you get into the market, there's no trust, there's no integrity. 
people will say, okay, why should I be going with you versus the BC, A and B, who are already established with a track record and a success record? You're somebody new in the business. So you have to be very, very clear, like what are you offering on the table versus all your other competition to get into the business? So I lost a lot of contrast to the big leagues, you know, because I couldn't really compete with them on a lot of score. But I felt that if I had offered them more value for their dollars and something way better in quality and quantity, along with the service and along with the trust and integrity that I'm going to deliver, I could get a chance. And, you know, out of 10 people, at least two people will give you the chance, and then there's no looking back. So I don't think you should even worry about the hardships and failures because, you know what, that's part of evolving and part of doing business. You know, if you didn't try it, you're never going to make it. You know, Jody, you are say you are nailing it right on the, on 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 uh, right on the, on the head, like what they say. Okay. Because you, basically, I'm, I like to summarize what you said, if you if I, I may, because that's really emphasizes yes. exactly what we're talking about here. You need to yes. focus on you. Your competition gonna exist whether you are there or not. The obstacles exactly. that's what life is about. Challenges will appear. You cannot just focus on your challenges. You gotta focus on that next step that you need to take. So when the failure comes in or that challenge or that obstacle shows up, see where you can learn because that's exactly what Jody has said. You learn from it. See what can you improve on because there is always room for improvement. And and last but not least, take that step to focus on you, how you can be adding value to your customer because when we focus on the noise and the competition and we look at ourselves and we just look like a little tiny fish in that big pond we're going to think that the big fish is going to eat us because we have no mm-hmm. chance but when you focus mm-hmm. on what you're doing you're nourishing yourself you're nourishing your business you're taking the steps and you add in value because that's what the bottom line is when people think about the ROI, the return on your investment, Not we're not talking only about money. It's the value that you bring into the table. So when you think about your business, what kind of value do you bring into the table? Right? Yeah. And, that's and also can- I feel, you know, in business, we women are very emotional. We see something that, you know, you think this is the right way of doing, and we don't want to deviate or change our methods because we make it like an emotional ego issue, I think, you know what, don't do that. If you think you're failing, your methods are failing, cut your losses, move on, evolve, learn from it, it, and do it something differently. Well, I, I hear a title for part two, Rhea. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm taking notes. taking notes, Tracy. That, was yeah. a, that, that is like our intro for part I, yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and 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 Joyce, I'd like to touch on one other thing you stated as far as the the clientele. For me, yeah, I know a lot of people feel like, how come you're not growing faster? Mm-hmm. I like the rate I'm growing at because it's very important that I maintain consistency. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to have fifty followers and <laughs> five clients than have a thousand followers and, you know, 10 clients that I can't service equally with the same mm-hmm. quality of service that they all should receive. So, mm-hmm. you know, you touched upon that as far as I can tell that you give great detail to uh, quality. And mm-hmm. quality should 
always be the key in our success. It's not necessarily how fast you grow. You want to grow and maintain that success that people can honestly say that they can trust in your capabilities based upon your records and not based upon all the people saying bad things. Yeah, you've got to bite what you can too. And, you know, your reputation precedes you. Once you've acquired that, people trust you and you've acquired a brand in the market, you you know, I have people looking for me after 14 years, 12 years, hunting me down because they remember the last event I did for them and they're looking for me to come back for another one in their family. So that speaks very, very loudly. Bite what you can chew and do it right. There are no shortcuts. People are it very is unforgiving. No I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, wow. I love you. You are amazing. I've got to get back to the laptop. Hashtag, there are no shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome, awesome, yeah. amazing, amazing. Hashtag awesome. Hashtag leadership. Absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, listen, guys, we are about five minutes to the hour. And uh do we need to extend the time or can we wrap it up and, and I will start with you, Jody. Um I would like you if you could be in, in business for over twenty years. If you can give like just narrow it down to like maybe three or four um, tips that you like to share with other businesswomen out there, whether they are in the culinary, in the food business or not, what's some of the things that they should really focus on? And then I'll turn it over to you, Tracy, to close us, um, to take us off the air. Okay. My first thing, like I said, recognize your strengths. Be very, very realistic. Like what you're trying to do, not because it looks attractive, but something that you have a passion for and you know that is your strength and you're going to be good at it. And once you do that, like I said, no shortcut. There is hard work. You have to put in 200%, especially if you're getting into a business where there are a lot of other people who are really, really established. Constantly evolve and educate yourself. Improve yourself. Learn from the others. Don't make it an emotional or an ego thing. There are no emotions and egos in business. You make a mistake, you say, I wasn't stupid, I, you know, this is not the right way, and move on and fix it. Win trust, win integrity, accept failures, and once you've had that branding and wins, you know, you've won people's trust, trust me, word of mouth travels very, very fast. There will be no, you will have nothing to look back, you know, which is why I'm in the business. Now I sit at home and I get business and referrals. Most of my business is out of referrals. And that's because, you know, I put in the two keywords. I did the hard work. I learned from my mistake. I put in my integrity. I won the trust of people. I'm realistic, but I'm capable to do. I promise what I deliver. And uh, that's where it's put me on the map. And, you know, your reputation precedes you. So just few of those things and very simple things, really. They are. Very, very simple things. I mean, they're not difficult to do. Just stick to this and trust me, there's nothing to stop you. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Really much, much love, Jody, for sharing that. Thank you. Tracy, let's talk about, if you can please um, um, share as our co-host. And, you know, here you are. having this segment. (laughs) What are some of the things that women should really pay attention to as far as their brand and how they can collaborate with other businesswomen without losing 
Uh, actually, I, I got a question here. Maybe we need to address that just came to me um, that we didn't really, because I know like there's peop- a lot of people here, and we said we're going to take it at the end of the hour, but I hope a lot of the stuff was answered. But there was a question here. Um, somebody, maybe, Tracy, you want to answer that. They said, how can we work with other uh, women in business without, uh, um, you know, without losing ourselves in the process and and uh, um, maintaining our worth. That's what I, I think the question. Yeah, maintaining our worth. Like you know, so like not offering. You and I we talk about that a lot because when you professional, we tend to offer a lot of information for free. But you are in business for a reason, and you want people to take you seriously. And Tracy and I we had mentioned this. When you take yourself seriously, other takes you seriously. So don't be shy to value what your worth is. You have to be. That's why the reason you are in business. So, Tracy, what's your your thoughts on that? Why don't you narrow it down for us and and, uh, share that if you like. Well, to the the lady that made the post, the first thing is know that you're not alone. It's within us. We're women. We always, always, always have someone's back to the point that we take a back. We always take a back seat. Mm-hmm. Are always willing to do what is expected of us based upon it's just in us innately. So you're not alone in that. The balance becomes how do you do what is naturally in you without losing the value of that? And it doesn't necessarily mean withholding information for a fee. Be mindful of what you're giving. Be mindful of you feel that your vision or your input is not being heard, it hurts everyone. So it's not an emotional stance that you're taking. You're taking a stance of we have something to contribute or else you wouldn't be there. Right. So so we just be mindful of that. You are there for a reason. Whatever the position that you are in, it is because you're good at what you're doing, which means your potential um, input or observation, or suggestions, whatever it may be, it's going to be utilized to the best interest of the organization or the brand. Absolutely. Beautifully said. And ladies, you know, I want to thank you both. Um, And this is going to be part two, part three. As long as you guys want more, we will deliver. And, Jody, I'd love to invite you back again to share your input because your input was absolutely beyond what I actually, you know, I I try not to set too much of expectation, but let me tell you, I know who you are. But the way that people know you now, they should know and value who you truly are. And you as well, Tracy. I mean, I think, you know, we, we, we are lucky that we know each other. Um, I'm, I'm lucky to have you guys, and I just learned something new from you, Jody and Tracy. You, you, you always teaching me as well, and 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 this is what we're talking about. We are here to learn. This lifetime that we are here, we need to do our best. As long as we know we are doing our best, we shouldn't really worry about anything else. Because when you are doing your best, things will start to happen magically. People just say, "Oh my God, how did this happen?" It's just because you are doing it. You are doing it. You, I'm talking to you, the listeners. You are doing it, whether you're conscious of it or not. So how beautiful it is when you are conscious of it. Realize your power. Realize that you do have your personal power. So you don't have to. You don't have the need to be inferior or uh, or what is that? What's the other word? The opposite of that. Get intimidated. Or um, a superior. 
to someone else because you right. stand in your own power. I mean, just now, I am like beyond myself how powerful these women I'm talking with, Miss Tracy Lee Anderson and Miss Jody Sony. The flavors by Jody. I love that. I love the name. It's just like an amazing name. So, Jody, love you, girl. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for bringing launching part one of Real Women in Business because you are real and you are amazing. Tracy, my friend, I look forward to more and more of us collaborating together. So, Jody, can you tell our listeners if they are interested in hiring you? and uh, knowing more about you, how they can find out about you? Okay, I don't want to really sound pompous, but if they Google Jyoti Sony or Flavors by Jyoti Sony, they should stumble on my website. Yeah, and before I pick up, I do want to thank Google Sia. me. I want to about Sia, own I it. To, okay, this is sweet. <laughs> yes, I want to own it. I, I love that. I, Google me. I, I want to say. Google my name. <laughs> I you want to say I'm delighted me. and I appreciate you and Tracy. Oh, you are so sweet. Love you. Tracy, what do you guys say, sweetie? I would like to say if you want to learn more about me, of course, check out my The Game Changers Diary page on Facebook. Also, check out thegamechangersdiary.com. And in addition to that, please check out the Latin Connection magazine. I'm also an affiliate of that publication where we are infusing culture, cultural infusion, hashtag. Thank you very much hashtag. and thank you, Bria. Love it. I love, love it, that love name, it. Yeah. Game Changer. Love it. Oh, thank you. And this was a prime example. These were the spirits behind the brand. So I'm so honored <laughs> to have had Thank and of course, last but not least, yours truly love to be of service to you guys. So if we can brand you here on the air or in any other form of way, make sure you contact us. And if we can be of service to you in any way, make sure you send us a contact information by going to our website at yourlifenow.info. That's yourlifenow.info. And remember, together we can do more and achieve more. So don't be, you know, intimidated by other people. Don't be intimidated by other businesses. Just focus on you. Focus on what you're doing. And then feel the energy around you because the more you reach out, the more you are out. What I mean by that, when you reach out to the world, to the universe, to the people around you, you will be amazed by the people that you're going to meet, by the people you'll be surrounded with because you're going to only attract the people that you want in your life because this is what's happening to me. And I am feeling it right now. I'm actually getting a goosebump because that's how I feel with these ladies there listening. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you guys, thank you oh, with all my love. Thank you. Okay, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. you follow the show. Make sure you check <laughs> us out. The show will be archived the minute we go off the air. A lot of great information was shared. And then I want you guys to do me a favor. Make sure you go to iTunes, Your Life Now Show with Coach Ria, and support the show. Subscribe if you like what you hear. We love to hear your comments. We love to hear what you want because we're here to be of service. Until next time, stay amazing, everybody. Love you guys. Love you. Love, love you. you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.